Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Be future ready with a pension powered by Zurich's award-winning investment performance. To new evidence in the case of Patsy Kelly. This is the independent national councillor killed in Tyrone over 44 years ago. He was abducted and murdered not far from his home in Trillick in July 1974. His body was found in a lake. No one has ever been charged in connection with the killing. Significant new information has now emerged and the Kelly family claim the British government is withholding the final piece of substantial evidence which could finally crack this case. Our reporter Barry Lenahan has been looking into this. This is his third report on the case this week. And Barry, it's still not known what exactly happened to Patsy Kelly. Five separate investigations spread across five different decades and still the Kelly family left with more questions than answers. Patsy Kelly on his way home to his pregnant wife and four young children when he was abducted and murdered. Blood, buttons and hair found at the remote Badoni Road where it's believed the councillor met his killers not far from his house. Witnesses recalled seeing an Ulster Defence Regiment or UDR patrol at the same spot that very same night. For three weeks, hundreds searched for Patsy Kelly's body and during this time, police told his wife how her husband may have run off with another woman. They then promised her that once they found her husband's body, they'd have his killers. Theresa Kelly would subsequently take her husband's seat on Oma Council. His body eventually found dumped in a lake, Loch Ice, 15 miles away from where he was abducted. It had been weighed down with two 56-pound weights. Five investigations, Barry. One is still ongoing, but as you told us yesterday, several flaws along the way. Focus immediately turned to the potential UDR involvement in the killing. After all, to go from Trillick to Loch Ice with the politician's body would have required the killers to go through three separate security checkpoints. Forensic evidence underscoring potential security force involvement never followed up. Suspects neither questioned nor fingerprinted. A barroom admission many years later by a former UDR soldier who said he was there when Patsy Kelly murdered never followed up. The police file on the murder missing for several years. And now to this new piece of evidence. Ammunition connected to the discovery of Patsy Kelly's body was also found in Loch Ice. 97 different bullets found in the lake two days after Patsy had floated to the top. Significantly, 38 of the bullets matched the calibre of bullets recovered from Patsy Kelly's body. This information is from records held by the British Ministry of Defence, specifically a British Army log sheet. And we can see from these records, the Army interlinked the discovery of the bullets with the discovery of the body. This evidence only coming to light now, over 44 years later, after a Freedom of Information request by the researcher Kieran McCart. It was never uncovered nor considered by any of the five separate police investigations. The Kelly family claim it would have been central. Here's Patsy's son, Patsy Jr. Someone who is, in essence, a civilian is able to access that information on his first attempt at seeking it from the British Ministry of Defence only because that information is available through the the, the, the 40-year rule. What does that state about all of the previous investigations that have taken place? This new evidence, what what does it tell us? The fact that the the ammunition that was found matches the same calibre of bullet that was found in my father's body. Like What opportunities were lost within that? When that was recovered, surely there would have been forensic opportunities followed up at that stage had the will been there to do so. But also, along with 
many other items that weren't submitted to the original inquest. Why was the find of that ammunition not submitted to the inquest? Anyone of an independent mind will come to the conclusion that there's a sinister reason as to why that would be the case because you're ultimately going to come to a picture that points to an overall security force involvement. Our view is that it was a cover-up from day one and it remains a cover-up today. That's Patsy Kelly Jr. Critical evidence coming to light now all these years later and there could be more. You have an anonymous letter and that admission from the former soldier naming UDR soldiers involved in the killing and the British government holds records for what UDR soldiers were on duty around Trillick the night Patsy was killed but it won't release them. The Kelly family claim it's withholding vital evidence. A lot of families keep hearing when they're seeking disclosure of information from the MOD is that that can't be revealed in the interests of national security. Now, if a murder of a local community councillor in 1974 at the bottom of the slopes of Brocher Mountain, if information being revealed on that is, is going to pose a, a risk of national security to anyone, the British state is in a poor state of security, if that's the line that, that we're constantly hearing. The truth actually lies within, I believe, the, the files that the MOD have, that the, the, the Ministry of Defence have. The information and the answers, a lot of the answers are going to be within those files. So what now, Barry? The family is looking for the Irish government to help in its quest for answers from the British government. They claim only that only with Dublin's help can they get those answers of what happened in July 1974, who killed Patsy Kelly, given the case as several hallmarks of a premeditated murder, who sanctioned it, and why didn't police arrest the UDR suspects and question them at the time? Why was forensic evidence not followed up on properly? And how could the high-profile murder file of an elected national representative go missing for several years? Was there collusion at play? And why kill an innocent politician with no involvement whatsoever in violence? Several campaigners and politicians now backing the Kellys' cause for full disclosure, including local Sinn Féin MP Orla Begley. At present, we're hoping to lead a delegation to the Oireachtas in the forthcoming months, so it'll be the end of the year, in the winter of 2018. We're hoping to really pose the case there, to raise awareness of the case and to raise awareness of the amount of delays and obstruction from the British government and the state in respect of disclosure in the case, in respect of how the investigation was carried out, in respect of ways in which the case was covered up. We're really hoping from that that they will be able to exert pressure not only in the British government, but also in a European level, so that more disclosure can come, so that we can realise what actually did happen and get to the truth of the matter for Patsy Kelly's family. We've been calling for more funding as well in terms of uh, investigating uh, this killing and what happened to Patsy Kelly. What, what's this in relation to? present, we don't have the correct mechanisms in place to investigate cases such as Patsy Kelly's. I suppose it has highlighted that the police ombudsman's office, due to lack of resources, hasn't been able to carry out a thorough investigation. That has led to more delays in the case. Initially, the family were told that the investigation would be complete by the end of 2018. That's then been pushed back. Clearly, that's unacceptable. More delays in this case will allow for truth into the case to die with it, with more people passing and as time goes on, information and relevant evidence gets lost in that. 
But it's worth pointing out how this effort to exert pressure on the British government comes at a time when Theresa May is under pressure herself within her own party to halt investigations into Troubles-related killings. 150 Tory MPs and peers demanding this of Mrs May last week at her time when her party is already far from harmonious. But for the Kelly family, uh, his 77-year-old widow, Theresa, and the local community in Trillick, the hurt of 44 years grows. It would be a big boost to the family and even the people that are around this area. Like, you know, we still think about them. It's been bad enough murdering them, throwing them on the roadside, but to take them away and what they've done, they didn't intend that they'd ever come back again, so we're going to make people suffer worse. It was a really bad murder. Like. What makes it different, the fact of involvement of security forces, you know, in killing a councillor, a local councillor, takes it out of the league of normal killings, or if you can ever call a killing normal, but what was considered uh, a common everyday occurrence at that time were, were killings, but it remains different for that very reason. Involved in a lot of things over my life. I've been involved in football and I've managed a great day. That's the one thing stands out. All is well till the day I die. It's with you every single day. It's it's with you when you wake up in the morning. It's 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 with you before you go to bed at night. It's with you throughout the day. Time passing. As a family, we're in a hurry. Have you given up hope? I've said I refuse to die until I know the truth of what has happened. That's all I want is the truth. Simple thing to ask for. I want just to know what happened. I'm not interested in anything else. Only to know what exactly happened. Wouldn't like to think I'll die without knowing the truth. Patsy Kelly's family and friends ending Barry Lenehan's reports and all Barry's reports on this case will be available on our website rte.ie forward slash drive time.